Ray. Riff, riff, wrong. Okay. Risk progress is a part of Christian Reek Central Network. And Riff, wrong, wrong. Hey, Scoop, what are you doing, man? I don't know. I'm supposed to be reading an ad. All right, hold on. Give me, give me it. Okay. All right. This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Cartoons, the animated frontier. These are the voyages of the Cellcast podcast. It's continuing mission to explore strange new cartoons, to seek out new animation styles and new creative storytelling methods, to boldly go where so few ever go again. Welcome to another episode of The Cellcast, the animated series. Joining me today is a man who keeps hearing these weird voices in his head. Welcome, Jacob. Did you hear something? I didn't hear a thing. Are you sure? Well, I may have heard something about a samouflage. <laughs> Why, thank you. Let me introduce our co-host, a man who just happened to step on... Step on a Samo flange. Welcome, Drew. It makes a weird croaking sound when you do it that. It does. Considering I don't think it's a frog or a frug, yeah, technically. That's, that, that's, that's, it's like, what is it? That's the thing. They, so didn't, we'll they, they didn't even draw it. No, they didn't. <laughs> uh, how are you doing, Jacob? Man, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. So today we are reviewing Thundercats 2011 Season 1, Episode 5, Old Friends, which was directed by Yoshiharu Asahino and Sean Song. So for a little bit of trivia, in the beginning of Old Friends, Panther and, T- and Lion-O don't get along very well, obviously. Yeah. Tiger says, what, what is a samoflange, which is very similar to what is said in the original Thundercats actors outtakes which are hilarious go check them out they're actually very funny well maybe not if you're a younger listener Sonny don't listen to them uh you might find it funny yeah you'll uh they get yeah they're they're a little more adult than anything fair enough fair enough fair enough fair enough so yeah just don't don't do that <laughs> not if you're an adult go listen to it. it's funny uh, the younger in the flashback is shown to have two saber uh, saber teeth, and a younger panther is shown to have a tail, which is very a very interesting. Well, when it, when do Thundercats lose their tails? Because the 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 kids I, have their tails. I assume that uh, the other Thundercats maybe have tails, but they've got them like wrapped around their waists, like the Saiyans do in. Uh, uh, in uh, Dragon Ball, that's true, but just the way the way the uh, the cost the costume designs or their uniform design is just not true. fit for a big fluffy tail. So I'm presuming either the tail falls off or they maybe it's a rite of passage. Maybe your it, tail cut it off. It might be a rite of passage. Yeah, a very painful. Yeah, rite just of a little bit. Ow. Uh, 
honestly, I did not even make that connection before you pointed out that, you know, the other Thundercats don't have tails either. I assumed mm-hmm. the reason Panthro lost his was the same reason uh, Groon loses a, uh, a tusk. Mm-hmm. He probably just lost it in battle at some point. Yeah. It happens. It does. All right. So for a little summary, the team searches for Thundranium and learns about Panthro and Groon's past. Well, we learn about Panthro and Groon's past. Yes. I don't know how much of this is actually communicated to no, the team. No, it's not, but it's very well communicated to us, the audience. Yes. We do get to finally see the flashback of how Panthro and Groon uh, went their separate ways, let's say. Yeah. And also how Mumra got released. Yes. Darn Groon, his ultimate power trip. That's the thing, though. From the beginning, when we first see them, it's very obvious, and I do mean very obvious, yeah. that he's going to go on a power trip. Yeah. he's He says from the beginning, I'm going to be king. It's like, oh, you're going to be a lion? It's like, no, I'm going to be the king, one way or another. Yeah. It's like, yep, you're definitely the bad guy. It's <laughs> like, you're the bad guy from the beginning. Now, I understand maybe Panther thought, ah, you're just joking around. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. We can we know he's the bad guy because we already saw him do his true act of betrayal, mm-hmm. uh, way back in episode two. Uh, but the fact that we actually get to see him release Mumra mm-hmm. on the world, uh, I wasn't actually expecting we'd get to see that. I, I just assumed, you know, oh, Mumra's released. Let's you know. Oh, well. Yeah. I am... Now, you've seen more of this than I have. Do we get any idea who Mum-Ra was before he became Mum-Ra? Uh, I assume there's more backstory to there's, Mum-Ra. There's, there's a lot more backstory to other it. Other than being the, the mummified version of Skeletor. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. There's, there's a much larger... They, they explained a lot of what you know, a lot of our backstory and why the Thundercats are who they are and okay. why Mumra's who he is and why he says what he says. It, it all comes full circle. Okay. Uh, later on. I, I was just curious. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean the, the story of these two brothers in essence, brothers yeah. in arms. Yeah. Uh, fighting and one betraying the other because he's finally getting what he's always wanted, which mm-hmm. was power. Um, it's a very powerful story. If I have a problem with it, it's the fact that it seems like everyone, while he's telling the story, everyone's waiting around for him to finish, including Groon right before the yeah, last treat. It's, it's, it's I, story time between us, and we we're not really saying anything; it's just visual. Yes, and I'm I'm sitting there going, "Can you at least?" Be attacking each other while you're doing this so we can have it feels better that oh now we've come back and yeah. they're still in the middle of this fight it's it's almost like they're, they're like kind of reminiscing like you know what especially you know, since at one point panther says now when was the last time i saw you it's like you're about to fight now is not the time <laughs> we go be talking about that yeah but let's give exposition 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 dump to our to our audience to let them know what's yes. going on. It's like eh, y'all could have handled that a little bit better. Yeah. But, oh well. 
they they kind of fit the food um kind of was forced in there in yeah a couple they, they spoon fed us all that information but like at least they did it visually it's not them just talking yeah because the standard way a lot this might have been done was um they meet panthro and uh for whatever reason they're setting up camp for the night and they're sitting around a campfire and line was saying panthro tell us what happened why yeah, exactly why did you it, disappear for so long? Says, well, it all started many, many years ago while we were in the middle of this fight against the lizard men, and me and Groon used a trebuchet, uh, not trebuchet, that wasn't a trebuchet, a, a catapult to Ballista. kill a bunch of lizards so that they wouldn't kill your father. Yeah. What does that have to do? <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Yes. But it's it's told in a much easier. I'd be like, it's, right, it's not that because that could have been so. That's the standard, boring and cliche. That would be the very cliche way of doing it. No, this uh-huh. is like, okay, we're gonna have these series of flashbacks that Panther is going to get, but all these flashbacks are preceded by about three seconds of, and it's like obvious. Like, why do I hate you again? Oh yes, this is why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me explain my reasons for ex- anger. Yes. Also, this is a very serious episode. We must hide Snarf and the kids back in the Thunder Tank. Oh, gosh, yeah. Mm -hmm. We can't have them getting involved. (laughs) And I'm sitting there going, you really don't. Anyway. Yeah. And then you get, uh, was it the excavator? The driller. Driller. The driller. I couldn't remember the name of it. driller. And it's like, oh, look, here's a monster straight out of Power Rangers. (laughs) In a way. Right. In a way, it's like... Because the minute that thing showed up, it's like, you're the one that Lionel and the gang are actually going to have to fight. You're the one that Lionel and the gang are actually going to have to fight, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Driller is actually an original character. He's ori- he's from the original 1980s uh, animated series. And his first appearance is from the episode... Spinning image, hmm. and he's a he's a mechanical character. Like he's he's a robot. He drills. So I because I, I remember when I was a kid seeing that and watching it then, uh, watching it now, it's like that that's Driller. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> they actually did a, like a one off char- character that was in a few episodes, one or two episodes. And they actually brought him back for one episode. Okay, that's consistency. That was just awesome. That was so cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Show. It was great to understand more of why Panther and Garoon are the way they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, we knew we knew from past episodes that they had gone on the journey to go see seek the the Book of Omens, which kind of you brought up in ep- in an episode earlier that. If Jaga knew the location of the Book of Omens, why would you send Panther and Groon out? But I digress. I'm pretty sure it gets explained a little bit more in this as the series progresses. Right. But it seemed a little bit odd because you brought that up earlier, and I just it left me scratching my head, <laughs> you know, scratching for fleas mm-hmm. to. Uh, because it made me think, and I was like, wait, why did you send them out? Because if Mumra thinks that, thinks that, I, 
think I know why he sent them out. Yeah. I think he sent them out because he's trying to solidify the power of Thundera. That could be it. That's He's already got the Sword of Omens. If the Book of Omens is real, it needs to be under Thundercat protection. Yeah. Much like the sword is because you don't want some... Uh, even if it's even if Mumra is not something that exists, yep. it does not need to be out there where uh, the lizards or some other vengeful species that hates the Thundercats can get a hold of it. Agreed. That's my thought. Hmm. Agree with her. That's why he sent them out. Yeah. Because obviously they were fi- they they are at the tail end of a war with the lizardmen at the beginning of the show anyway. Right. I see the tail end. Obviously, it wasn't the tail end because Mumra shows up. But yeah, yeah. But there, there's also counter evidence to the fact that uh, I think Tiger says at one point, "Be like, if the book of the the book of Romans actually exists." And so yeah. there, there's almost almost contrary information going on here. That does the book exist? Do they do they know of his existence? Just don't know where it's at. Yes, but I would also I also think that both Tigra and Lionel were intentionally not told of some things. Yeah, for their protection, that maybe the king uh, or Claudius mm-hmm. and maybe Jaga knew about. Yeah, and there's the kind of things they couldn't talk openly about because if it word got out that this thing existed, it could get back to the enemy. Yeah, and it's so. Um, it, it's su- such a dangerous. They can't even tell Claudius's own sons about yeah. it. Uh, that's why neither Tigra nor Lionel really know it exists. Mm-hmm. As far as they know, it's like anything else. It's just a fairy tale. Yeah, much like Mumra and all this other stuff that yeah. ends up being very, very real for the yeah. Sherry's. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, we'll get there when we get there. Yes, we'll get there when we get there. But yeah, that'll wrap up episode five, old friends. Mm-hmm. So, what's the next episode we're getting into? You know, I don't have that up. <laughs> I've got it up right now. Do you want me to say it? <laughs> ah. Which will take us to the next episode. Journey to the Tower of Omens. See you then. Boy, they're getting there really much faster than I expected. (laughs) Well, what do you expect from 28 episodes? Come, Jacob. We must prepare for next week. Prepare for what, Drew? Same thing we do every week, Jacob. Record a podcast! Oh, boy! So where can they find you, Jacob? They can find me on Facebook at Jacob B. Heron and Jacob's Daily Art Corner, my personal art Facebook page. On Twitter at Jacob B. Heron, on Instagram at Jacob B. Heron, and on Letterboxd at Jacob Heron. Where can they find you, Drew? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Drew Dodgen. You can also find my Facebook page at Drew's Photo Bin, where I upload uh, my photography. You can also follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759 and Twitter at GGeorge759. Where can they find us, Jacob? You can also visit our website, the Cellcast. Podbean.com, where you will find every episode we released and links to listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Our RSS feed, if 
we are in your favorite podcast app directory, please share, review, and subscribe to us there and share us with your friends. You will also find a link to our Facebook group, the Double Feature Podcast Community, where we talk about both animated and live action movies. We share this with our other podcasts, which we do with Jacob's brother, Jim, at uh, the Movie of the Week podcast, where we talk about live action movies. You can also email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. Also, please like our page on Facebook. We try to post about upcoming movies. If you comment on that movie's post before we record, we'll read your comments in the episode. And remember, every time we say The Cellcast, that is with a single L. L.